Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Hello, Mercer Island, and welcome back to Breakfast on the Bridge. I'm Elise McDonald, joined here today with Haley and Anna. So it's the second week of Breakfast on the Bridge. I'm feeling good. First hour going strong. This year we have two hours going on. So you can tune in even later, sleep in an hour more if you want. Yeah, super excited for Breakfast on the Bridge and the year we have ahead of us. I think it's going to be very great, especially with all the new voices that are going to be featured on the bridge. Yeah, it's going to be a great year of radio. So I know this past summer, I feel like we've had a lot of different concerts, especially come to Seattle, and we've been very lucky to be able to have a lot of different people. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you, which one of the ones have you gone this summer, or are there any that you're looking forward to? Haley and I actually went to Taylor Swift together. I think that was probably the best concert I went to this summer. I also saw Drake... There was just I feel like there was a lot of artists on tour this summer, but definitely Taylor Swift was the best we went to. Haley, what'd you think about it? Yeah, that was actually like the first concert I've ever been to. And it was life changing. My life's changed. Can't ever go back. <laughs> um, it was insane. And like I was telling my aunt how like it was like the first concert ever and she like joked with me, like, Oh, you're like ruined for like all other concerts. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's no true. Nothing can live like up that to again. that. That is true. Her Eras tour has actually been crazy. It's been so fun to follow. Like now with the documentary coming out, I think it's in theaters October 13th. October yeah. 13th. You can, if, you, if you didn't get tickets to the Eras tour, you can get tickets to the movie and see it in theaters. It's just such an incredible tour. Like the way she just like performs on stage, like it doesn't even feel like a concert. It's literally like a show. Like she just has like dancing and all these like effects and you get to hear like every single era it's just it's such a cool tour and it was just so fun to see i mean i went to reputation before and i went to 1989 but i think era's tour has definitely been the best so far i definitely think it's like a monumental thing like i don't know if any other artists have done like a sort of eras i don't think so i mean maybe i know that's leading me to wonder like I wonder if this will, like, start to become a thing to, like, do an Eras tour. Although I feel like maybe she just has so many that I don't know if anyone can top that. But That's I feel true. like doing the Eras tour, like, you get a more wide, wide range of fans because it's, like, fans from, like, when she started to, like, her new album. Yeah. So, like, anybody can go and would still enjoy the show. That's yeah. true. But, like, the reason she did the Eras tour was because she released three albums during COVID, and she was, like, because it was supposed to be Loverfest, like, that was going to be her Lover tour, but then COVID happened, and then she released two albums during COVID, so she was just, like, what's the best way I can go on tour for all my albums? And then she just settled on the Era store, and I think it was just such a good decision by her. It's just, it's so cool. Yeah, so on the Era's tour movie, is that, like, a concert in a movie, or, or is it just about, like, the creation of the Era's tour? It's basically just a video, like, of the concert. It's like a documentary of the concert. I think there's some, like, clips of her, like, talking in between, but it's mainly just, just, like, a video of the concert. And I think she filmed it during one of her nights in L.A. And, yeah, it'll be super cool to watch, especially after, like, seeing the concert and then, like, getting to, like... I mean, I was in not the best seats. We were in, I think, 300, the 300 section. They were still pretty good. Yeah, but they were still good, of course. But I feel like seeing it, like, up close and personal in the theater is going to be really cool and, like, a different experience. Yeah, and also the fact that, like, if you couldn't go to the concert, if you couldn't get tickets, or if they were just 
insanely expensive. It'll give everyone the opportunity. Yeah. We're going to live it all over again. That's nice. You saw Boy Genius over the summer, and you're yes. really excited about that. Do you want to tell us Yes, about it? I did. So, Boy Genius is a band, if you don't know, with Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker. And it's like a trio girl ba- band. And you probably have heard of Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know about Lucy and Julian. Um... But they, they're on tour, and right now they're in Europe, and I'm so jealous of all the Europe shows because they are, like, Muna, another band, is, like, tr- like traveling with them at the same time, and they've gotten to do shows together. But um, I went, and it was at the Gorge, so it's, like, a three-hour drive. The drive back was rough because I was driving. I was so tired, um, and, like, normally you sleep there, but I didn't. <laughs> um, anyways concert was amazing the whole gorge is just so it's it's literally gorgeous um <laughs> and carly ray jepson opened which i thought was really fun she's very like i don't know like girly like, yeah baby. yeah she's very flashbacks. bubbly and it was a fun a fun start to the concert concert was amazing um i think it's on the sa- i'm on the same wa- same wavelength with you Haley, as in at a I will be changed forever. Um, anyways, it was, I think it was the highlight of my summer. Yeah, I had a lot of friends who went to the Boy Genius concert. They said it was amazing. I actually saw Phoebe Bridgers last summer at Marymore. Jealous. Which was also fun. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a farb completely, but it was definitely a fun concert. She was def, she was really cool to watch, like, perform live. Her voice is so beautiful. Yeah. I know, I actually, I saw Betty there. So. You did, yeah. Betty was, I would say, Betty was my friend who went. She said it was great. She is another farb. I actually didn't get to go to the Mary Moore concert last year. What? Because at that time, I, like, really liked her and everything, but I just, like, had not listened to all of her albums completely. Um, And so then I was like, mm, I don't really know, like, all of her songs. Like, I might just not go. Like, but then when she was to- when she was doing it, like, and she did it like two days. I was so sad, and I was the FOMO was crazy. Yeah, it was a cool concert. I like honestly concerts outside are so cool. Like at the Gorge or at Marymore. Yeah. I mean, as much as I do love Climate Pledge, and I have seen some great artists in Climate Pledge, nothing can top an outdoor concert in my opinion. Yeah. So, and I've heard about Alicia Keys. I did. I went to Alicia Keys. <laughs> Let me just say the crowd was not was not the best. So basically, my mom was supposed to go with her friends, but then my mom had to take my brother to California for diving, and then she was like, you know what, Anna, do you want my tickets? And I was like, um, yes. So I went with my friend, and I mean, she didn't even have the whole climate pledge opened, which was kind of sad because, like, she's such a great person. Like, she was so cool to watch, but she didn't even, like, get the full stadium because, like, she probably couldn't have sold it all, but, you know, <laughs> I just won't say that. But her voice is so pretty, and she, I mean, hearing Girl on Fire, and like, yes. it was so cool. And then she, at the end, she like brought her son out, and they did a little like thing together. It was really cool. I mean, it was a lot of old people in the crowd, but it was still pretty fun. I would say it was a fun concert. Yeah, I feel like Alicia Keys is a big part of like all of our, at least I think it's a mutual thing. We can agree. Like, I remember in the in the morning getting ready for school like eight years old turned on the radio and that girl on fire was right there yeah Yeah. it used to play like every morning at the same time i don't know why but i was getting ready to alicia keys no it's such a like inspirational little girl power like 
wake up, get ready for the day song. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Another big one was Drake, which, unfortunately, I couldn't see him, even though I, I am a I'm a decent Drake fan. Um, but the tickets were just too much for me to care. But, Anna, you... I did see Drake, Drake. too. I went to a lot of concerts this summer, but Drake, oh my gosh, Drake was incredible. The crowd was so hyped. Like, his set was just so cool. Like, his stage, and he had all these, like, lights and effects. Like, and at the beginning, basically, when he he comes out, he goes on with a holographic version of himself as a kid, and he sings some of his old songs. And I just thought that was so cool. I've never seen, like, a concert where, like, they have holographs. And I just thought that was, like, incredible. I always want to go to one of the, like, holographic concerts like for like people who have like passed away they do that and so i don't know i just thought that was really cool and then he did it it was like his tour with 21 savage so like drake kind of performed and then drake also had like a dj section where he like went to his like dj table and he like dj'd some of his songs which i thought i'd never seen anyone do that so it was kind of cool and then 21 savage came on and he did a really good job and then drake and 21 went on together at the end and it was the set was I mean, yeah, the set was just so cool, like, the stage and everything. It's such a funny concert because he also did this thing where he, like, went to the crowd and he, like, had the camera in the crowd and he put crying filters over his fans. So, like, it popped up on the screen as all of his fans, like, crying. Because <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, like, the crying, like, filter on Snapchat. So he, like, had this, like, you know, like, when they, like, put people on the jumbo screen, but then they had the crying filter on. It was just really funny. Like, he's... He's also, just like Taylor, a very good performer and very good at, like, engaging with his fans. I just, yeah, it was a really cool concert. I bet. I'm jealous. You should be. It was great. The tickets were expensive, but I got them when they dropped, so it wasn't, I mean, they were, like, a lot, but it was, I mean, not as much as Taylor, and in my mind, I think it was definitely worth it. Girl math. That is is true. (laughs) Girl math. We have had... Along with a lot of great concerts, I feel like we've also had a lot of mishaps with concerts. Like, we had the Lumineers last week, and a lot of people had to turn around because the traffic was so bad. Um, a boogie with the hoodie. I think I'm saying that yeah. right. A boogie yeah. with the hoodie. So, she likes her from what? Genres. Yeah. Yeah, I listen to, like, every genre. It's actually so funny. I do that, too. Well, I don't, I don't listen to a boogie with the hoodie, but <laughs> I did hear about the concert. Didn't he come out, like, two hours yes. late? Oh, my like, gosh. It was, Yeah, so he was supposed to come on, well, basically on, you know, Ticketmaster, it always says, like, eight, but, like, you know, and basically it's a pit concert, like, it was at WAMU, so it's, like, you just, like, buy general admission, you go in, Yeah. and he was supposed to, like, come on at eight, like, he had a DJ, he had, like, DJs opening, and so then, I mean, it says eight, you really mean, like, nine, nine thirty, so everyone was kind of just, like, waiting, like, the, like, we were, like, in, like, the crowd, and then, like, the DJs were going, we were singing and dancing, and then I'm like, okay, like, so when is he coming? So I check my watch, and it says 10. And I'm like, Crazy. it's 10 p.m., what's going on? And then, like, the crowd was, like, getting so rowdy because everyone was like, where is he, like, freaking out? Like, there was, like, the security had to keep, like, bringing in with, like, wheelchairs and, like, getting people out of the crowd because it was just getting so intense and, like, wheeling people out and wheeling in and wheeling out. Wow. And so eventually my friend group and I, we move out of the crowd, and we're, like, sitting, like, like by the bathrooms, and, like, everyone's kind of sitting by the bathrooms, like, because, I mean, there's nothing going on out there. Then we keep, like, I keep checking my watch. I'm like, okay, it's 1030. Like, what's going on? And then eventually he comes on at 11. His wow. Basically, his flight got delayed, and he, like, couldn't come. And so he was, like, trying to rush from the airport. So they had these DJs going for so much longer than they should have. And it was just, his concert was, like, cut short, too, because, like, basically, like, 
when you like have concerts, like this like city will give you like a cutoff time and his was midnight. I feel like that's normally what they are. So he only got to perform for an hour. So we didn't even hear the full set list. And it was just, I mean, honestly, it was really annoying. Like we'd waited all that time. He came on yeah. super late and we only got an hour of him performing. But honestly, again, it was such a good concert. It was worth it. I mean, it was general admission. Oh my God, general admission. So the tickets like weren't that expensive. But I still feel like what I paid, I should have gotten the full set. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. But I feel like, did you go to the Lumineers, Elise? No, I... But I heard about all of that yes. issues. Um, One of my best friends, Lauren, went there, and they had to turn around. Because there was a concert. At, it, it's at the Gorge, which, um, for the people who are listening, I think we said it earlier. But it's, like, three hours away. It's in eastern Washington. Like, it is in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so to get there, you have to, like, turn left on this one street. And so the line to, like, turn left, when I went to the Boy Genius concert, it was, like, two miles. Apparently, it was, like, four at the Lumineers. And it was just not moving. And you're just in the center lane, like, with your blinker on for, like, so long. Like, we, I think I waited, like, maybe 45 minutes, 40 minutes but, like, I can't imagine the Lumineers. Um, so they ended up just turning around because there was a concert after and people are also trying to get there at the same time. And the Lumineers already delayed their concert by, like, two hours. But I think they would have missed it by the time they actually got in. Yeah, so I saw. I feel like all the photos I saw were people just, like, on the street. Like, everyone was, like, when they, like, yeah. took their concert photos, it was just them, like, on the street, like, in the lines of traffic. Like, it just looked awful. I can't even imagine. That's also so frustrating. Like, you're so excited to go to a concert, and then it's yeah. just, like, you don't even make it in there. And it's also the, like, the Gorge is so far away, and I do think the Gorge is, like, a beautiful venue, and it also makes the whole concert an experience. It's, like, a full day, because, you know, you got to drive, whatever. Um, and a lot of the time you'll stay there over the night too. So just to like have that whole experience planned out and like just waste so much time must have been really that tough. That must be awful. Yeah, I can't even imagine. But like what if you walked? Because it's only like yeah, I don't, I just don't miles. I don't know where you could have parked. Yeah. Like what would you have done with your car if you just like walked? Actually, I think I was talking to a girl in one of my classes and she said that she walked like I don't know, that's, like that's two or three miles, which is valid. Because it's yeah. like you're gonna get there faster. That anyways. sucks. If you like buy tickets and you can't even. Yeah, so. it's unfortunate. So lastly, I think Anna was going to tell us about her Coldplay experience because. Okay, so I don't know about or like this her yet. upcoming. Concert Basically, Coldplay up. is coming to Seattle tomorrow. Tomorrow at Climate Pledge at seven p.m. I think there's still tickets for sale. If any of you guys want to go check it out, or it's at it's at Lumen actually. So it's supposed to be a really, like, insane concert. Like, Coldplay's, like, super good performers. So, you know, I am a concert lover. I love going to concerts. And I was like, Mom, we should go to Coldplay. And this was, like, in July, maybe. And so we got tickets. We're ready. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I already, like, talked to my soccer coach. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to go Wednesday. Sorry. Like, I'm going to the Coldplay concert. And basically, if you don't, for all you people who don't go to Marcellin High School, last year we had iPads. So we got school iPads, which I feel like is, uh, yeah, not not a very common thing, but it was common on Mercer Island. Everyone got a school iPad. But this year, they decided to switch over to laptops. So everyone had to return their iPads and get check out their laptops. But, you know, silly me, I lost my iPad. Just, ugh, yeah. So I don't have my iPad. <laughs> so then, silly, Anna. Silly me. So 
all year I've just been putting off trying to get my laptop because I'm like, I know I'm going to have to pay the missing iPad fee. And I just do not want to do that because it's so much money. And they're basically just selling these iPads back to Apple for $75, which is not what they're worth. And so then basically my math teacher is like, Anna, you really need to get your laptop. Like, cause I have a MacBook, but my MacBook's not touchscreen, but I need my touchscreen laptop to do my math. And she's just like, okay, go get your laptop. So like, go check it out. So I go to the tech office and I'm talking to the tech lady. I'm like, okay, like I haven't gotten my laptop yet. Cause I don't have my iPad. Like I know I have to trade it in, but I don't have my iPad. And then basically I have to pay a whopping fee for my iPad because I lost it because I can't, like, trade it in. I'm not going to say how much it is because I don't even want to admit. So <laughs> then my mom, she just all of a sudden texts me a screenshot of my Skyward account saying, what the heck, like, why do we, why do I owe, like, why do I owe the school this much money? And I had explained to her it's because I lost my iPad and blah, blah, blah. And so then basically she sold the cold, like, she sold my Coldplay tickets to cover oh. the iPad fee. So <laughs> I don't get to go to Coldplay because I lost my iPad. That's, That's quite unfortunate. Isn't that such a sad yeah. story? It's kind of my fault, though. I did lose my iPad, but it was just not what I was expecting her response to be. Yeah. Like, well, Anna, I'm selling the Coldplay tickets to cover your iPad fee. But that is devastating. Well, we can say your iPad costs as much as two Coldplay tickets. My iPad costs as much as two Coldplay tickets. Wow. I'll put it that way. Speaking of Coldplay, I think it's time we transition over to a song. Here we have Yellow by Coldplay, one of my personal favorites. on the bridge here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Today we are joined with Sophia here to give us some news. Sophia, take it away. Hi, I'm Sophia with your news headlines. The Seattle Police Department is investigating the stabbing of a teacher yesterday at a Federal Way private school. Former student Tyler Lawler attacked the victim at the Holy Innocence School of the Northwest. The teacher was transported to the hospital with only minor injuries and has since been released. Also in Washington, the Walla Walla Ferry will be out of service for up to four weeks. A few days ago, passengers on board the ship felt large vibrations, and the Washington State Ferry crew said that it was because of propeller damage. The out-of-service boat may cause Washington State ferries to shift their schedules. A strike by U.S. auto workers enters its fifth day today, and workers in Canada may now strike as well. The action has caused three manufacturing plants to shut down in Missouri, Ohio, and Michigan. Workers say there are workers say they are resolute in their demands, which includes a 30% increase in wages over a four-year time period. This is KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, and I'm Sophia with your news headlines. Thank you much. Thank you so much, Sophia. Um, it's been crazy. I actually did hear about the Walla Walla Ferry from my dad as you a ever fellow. Been on it before? No, I actually have not, but he is a fellow um, Whitman alum, so he's in the Walla Walla community, you might say. Wait, where does the Walla Walla Ferry go? Is there, like, a lake over there? (sighs) I'm not quite sure. 
to be um, determined. It, but that is scary how, like, passengers were the one to, like, find out yeah. that there was something wrong. And not, like, the crew, like, themselves. I feel like there's always stuff going on with the ferries here in Washington. Like, mm-hmm. in ba- I have friends who live on Bainbridge for soccer. And I feel like recently they've been late to so many practices because of the ferry delays. Because they've been having, like, staff shortages. Like, no one wants to work on the ferries because... I don't know, there was something, like, with, like, they were getting super underpaid, so I feel like now ferries are breaking, ferry staffs are quitting, like, there's just a lot going on with the ferries over here in Washington. My mom has never been a fan of the ferries. Like, whenever we have to go up to the San Juans, everyone in the house is stressed. That's Um, true. Yeah. And I feel like for water polo, don't you guys have to travel to Bainbridge for games? We do. That's always fun. Last year, um... One of our vans made it on the boat, but one of them didn't. Uh-oh. And oh, so, my gosh. yeah, thankfully they got there. Like, our, like, some of our best players were on. Thankfully, our goalie oh was with us. Um, but we also had some of, like, one of our top players was on the, not Uh-oh. on the boat. But they ended up just missing most of warm-up. So, at least, what bus were you on? I was on the one that got there. Yes. Oh, okay. Best player made best it. Player, Don't even yeah. worry. Yeah. At least made it. Don't worry, guys. I'm here. Um, So, it is fall, and I wanted to talk about pumpkin spice. We have... <sighs> everything is pumpkin spice. There's too many That things. is true. So, we're going to play a fun little game called Bop or Flop. Pumpkin Spice Edition. Pumpkin start, Spice Edition. Yeah, let's start with, like, the OG. Like, what made pumpkin spice pumpkin spice, which is the pumpkin spice latte rather than Starbucks. Um, I've never had it before, but I have not heard good things. I'm just going to have to go flop. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a coffee drinker personally, but all my friends who drink coffee, they say they don't like it, so I'm going to have to take their word, and I'm going that it's a flop. I have had it. I've, I'll be neutral, but because of that, I feel like I can't be neutral and say it's a bop, so I'd have to go with flop, too. Now we have pumpkin pie. I personally... It's a flop for me. What? Me too. But I like hate bop, all pie. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> I love pumpkin pie. Honestly, like we'd make it for Thanksgiving and I feel like for the next week I eat it for breakfast every day. I eat it for dessert. I eat it, yeah. I eat it for every single meal. I am such a big, big pumpkin pie fan. Oh my gosh, especially when it's like cold and then it's like cold pumpkin pie and you put ice cream on top. I'm such a pumpkin pie supporter. You're excited for Thanksgiving? I am so excited for pumpkin pie season. I like apple pie better, personally. I feel like pumpkin pie, like, the texture is just not for me. I'm a no-pie person because I think pumpkin pie is gross, and I don't think fruit should be warm. That's Interesting. I just don't think that. Hot take. It is a hot take. It's just, like, fruit is meant to be fresh and crunchy and not, like, (laughs) baked and warm, and it makes me uncomfortable. So that's my take on that. But on the contrary, pumpkin bread so good. An bop. extreme bop. P- pumpkin bread is so good. The mm-hmm. best pumpkin thing out there, not gonna lie. I That's had, honestly true. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I agree. I had some yesterday, and it was delicious. Um, a good recommendation would be the Trader Joe's pumpkin bread. Like, you, it, it's like a box mix, and it's delicious. And during fall, like, we will stock up, and we'll get, like, five of them to, like, last year. year. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, another good place to get the pumpkin bread is Starbucks. I am a big Starbucks supporter. Me as well. And they have, their pumpkin bread is really good. I feel like that's one of the highlights of fall. It's like, you get to go, get your hot apple cider and your pumpkin bread. It just feels so, like, fall and happy. Agreed. I make pumpkin bread sometimes, 
And that is always the best. So I recommend making it because it's also really easy because you just, like, take the puree out of a can. So you don't even have to, like, smash it, like, with bananas or anything. Mm-hmm. Just, like, one bowl, mix. Another personal bop would have to be pumpkin seeds. Those oh, yes. are <laughs> delicious. I actually might even put them above pumpkin bread. Pumpkin but seeds? They're so good, but I hate the store-bought ones. You have to make them yourself, and they're, like, genuinely so delicious. And it, like, gives a purpose, like, when you're, like, doing pumpkins and you're, like, getting all the gook out or whatever. Then you, like, rinse them off a ton, you dry them, and then you put, like, oil and salt and pepper, and you put them in the oven, and they get all, like, crispy and delicious. I'm gonna have to go flop just because I've never had them. Like, I didn't know people just ate pumpkin seeds. They're so good. The only thing is, like, it's a bop for me, but you have to, like, peel the outside, which I find super tedious. I don't do that. Oh, you just eat a whole? Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to eat sunflower seeds whole. Nobody stopped me, so. (laughs) Okay. Love that for you. Um, Still bop, though. It's yummy. All right, moving on. We got pumpkin cookies cookies but my question is are these pumpkin shaped cookies or cookies made out of do you pumpkin? know those like pillsbury um oh like yeah sugar oh cookies my gosh, i know what you're talking about QFC. Bop, those are bop, bop. those are so good and they have like little pumpkin designs on them or like ghosts yeah i've actually never had those what they're so good i don't know how oh i've gosh. never had them and you're it's really so easy out. to make too like you can make them in like five minutes that's true. Honestly, pumpkin-flavored cookies are good, too, and pumpkin-shaped cookies. So I'm going to have to go bop on both sides. I'd, I'd have to agree. I think that could be good. Yeah. Next, we got some interesting ones. We have Spam and Goldfish. No, there's <laughs> actually so many weird, like, pumpkin spice things. Like, while I was researching for this section, so many things, like, popped up. And it's very overwhelming how they can take, like, one flavor and just, like, make it, like, sweet, savory, and just put it under everything. It's like, pumpkin spice does not need to be in spam. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, like, at a loss for words of that one. I'm Why not do sure. I feel like it could be good, though? Like, I've never even had spam in my life, but I kind of just, like... You like the idea of it? Yeah, I do. So I'm going to have to go bop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say flop because I don't like spam, so I feel like... I don't know. I don't think there's anything you could do to save it to make me like it. Yeah, me too. I think it could be interesting. Now, pumpkin spice goldfish. I don't know how the cheese in pumpkin spice would mix. I I feel like goldfish have so many random flavors. They do, but I don't know if pumpkin spice should be one of them. It was like a graham cracker goldfish. Yeah, like pumpkin graham crackers. Yeah, I think that'd be acceptable. But I feel like the best goldfish is the cupcake one. Oh really? Yes, that's my favorite. I like I like the flavor blasted ones. Oh, that's good too. Those are a favorite too. I love the baby goldfish. It's like the tiny version, yes. and it's just like it tastes different. Yeah. All right. Next, I lastly I wanted to go over something that I think we can all agree on, unless not candles. Oh, they're like the favorite, the best season of candles are fall candles. I'm going to have think. to go. It's winter. Really? I love the smell of Christmas trees. I love, like, pine. Oh, that's true. Like, pine candles. Oh, my gosh. Those are so, ugh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I, I'd still have to, I'd still have to top uh, pumpkin spice candles, as well as I have a diffuser in my room, which I, like, to use a lot, but I only had lavender, and I didn't know that you could get, like, oddly scented oils for a diffuser, so I got, like, a fall kit, and it has, like, 
brown sugar, vanilla, pumpkin spice in it. And I've been using that lately, and it's pretty good. I feel like fall scents are very, like, warm and, like, sweet. It Agreed. just makes me feel, like, like, cozy. Yeah. All right. So, moving on, I we were talking about concerts a little bit earlier. We have Chasing You by Morgan Wallen. This is, I think, a favorite. I'm not a country person myself, but... I can I can get down with some country every once in a while. I agree. I feel like, I don't know, a lot of my friends have been, like, getting into country more recently, so I feel like whenever in the car some country does come on, I've been getting used to it. But Morgan Wallen is coming to Seattle, or I guess technically he's coming to Tacoma. I'm not sure on the date. Haley, do you know what the date is? October 7th, and I feel like it's going to be a really fun concert because he has lots of, like, bops. Like, even if you're not a big fan of country, you'll, like, mm-hmm. you'll still think that it's The like, energy's going to be good there, I all the videos I've seen from his, like, previous concerts, it looks really fun. Yeah. All right, we have Chasing You by Morgan Wallen here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. We used to chase that tad and Uber freight Couple of kids in a Chevrolet Catch a little air when we cross the tracks Sipping on some from a paper stack You hang your shirt on that maple lamp Slipping through the moon to the river bend. Wasn't very long, I was jumping in, jumping in. Welcome back to 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Elise, back here on Breakfast on the Bridge. Fantastic song, I do have to say so myself. Today we are joined here with Milena to take on the sports. It's Milena with your sports headlines. The Mercer Island girls volleyball team is now 1-2 in league play after a long battle against Lake Washington High School this past Monday night. The tensions were high in the Islander gym during the two-hour game where the Islanders lost one set to three. But the Islanders are back on the road for two more back-to-back away games this week. First against the Juanita Ravens on Wednesday, September 21st at 7 p.m. in an out-of-league game versus Seattle Prep on Thursday, September 22nd at C-Prep at 7. Mercer Island girls soccer is looking for another win under their belt tonight. Girls soccer is 1-0 in league play after a win against Hazen, the Hazen Highlanders last week. The Islanders play Liberty High School at home in the jungle tonight. We are predicting some hot competition down on the field this evening, so don't miss out on watching girls soccer at home at 7.30. The Cleveland Browns' running back Nick Chubbs was carted off the field for medical attention during the second quarter of their game against the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday night. Word from the Browns' head coach, Kevin Stefanski, confirmed that, the te- that confirmed that the 27-year-old had suffered a significant knee injury and will unfortunately be out for the rest of the season. More specifics on the severity of the injury have yet to come, but now the Browns are in search for a running back who can fill Chubbs' big leadership role. That's it for sports today. You're listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Back to Elise, Anna, and Haley. Thank you so much, Melena. That actually reminds me, my fantasy football lineup has kind of been flopping lately. No, this week, my fantasy team, I'm so proud of them. Really? They did so good. Second best in the entire league, won my games. Like, my family was like, Haley, your team sucks. Like, you're not going to win any games this season. But I won a matchup, and I'm so proud of my team. Mine has been flopping. I've had a couple of people that end up going out, and then I just forget to put them back in. That's a bummer. But we do have two soccer players here with us today. You do. Lots of sports coming up. 
Anna, do you want to tell us a little bit about the game tonight versus Liberty? Yes, tonight we do play Liberty at home. It's supposed to be a very, I don't know how to put this. There's some tension. So, heated. Yeah, it's going to be a heated match. I feel like there's some, there's just a lot going on with the Kinko soccer community right now, but I think it'll just be exciting. It's our second Kinko game of the season. We just beat Hazen at Hazen, which was kind of, it was an exciting game. It's fun. Hazen always is a good competition because they're very aggressive and they like know what they're doing on the field. So it's always fun to play them. But Liberty's definitely going to be the hardest match we've had this season. But I think it'll be fun. Our team, we had a really good practice yesterday and then we have our game and then we're going to watch film on Wednesday and then Thursday we have another game at home in the jungle. It's pretty cool that we have two home games this week. I feel like that never happens. So make sure Tuesday and Thursday you're in the jungle at 7.30. Go girls soccer. It'll be a fun season. It'll be fun. We have such a fun team. There's a lot of, there's actually a lot of girl soccer players who are in radio. We have Jenna, Joey, Maggie. It'll just be, it's, yeah, it'll be fun. It's been a good season so far, and we're excited to get league play going. Love it. For um, KMH is also going to be broadcasting tonight, so if you can't make it to the game, you can always tune in to 89 The Bridge to hear the live broadcast, which I think will also be super fun since you just said that will be a very, like, tension-filled but also interesting game. So the broadcast should be very fun as well. Yes. Speaking of Jenna, Joey, and Maggie, they will actually be taking on the second hour of Breakfast on the Bridge in about 20 minutes. So I'm sure they talk. They will talk more about some soccer. So yeah, keep on tuning in throughout the rest of the evening. I know the, the, the morning. My bad. Um. Anyways... <laughs> This Friday, we have the Bellevue game coming up. I, it is going to be intense. I'm a little sad that it's not a home game. I just found out yesterday that it's an away game, and I'm going. Yep. Yes. So, honestly, I mean, no offense to our stadium. I am a big supporter of Bellevue Stadium. I love their stadium so much. I feel like it's also, it's fun because they kind of have, like, the neutral spot in, like, the middle by, like, that kind of, like, where they do the tickets, and I feel like that's where everyone kind of crowds because... They have, like, their home bleachers, which are really nice, and their away bleachers where we go, which, I mean, they're nice at all, but not as nice as their stadium. So I feel like well, that's what I like about Bellevue is kind of, like, the neutral area where everyone goes and stands. They have such, like, a pretty view of their stadium. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's just nice to get to, like, socialize with the people from Bellevue. But I feel like when we're at our, like, stadium, we're kind of separate. But when we're at Bellevue, we get to mingle with them, which will be fun. I also feel like it's hollowed out, so you kind of feel like, you're in, like, a completely different place since the that's stadium true. is, like, lower than, like, ground level. So I think that what, that's, like, what makes Bellevue, like, really cool compared uh, to the Islander Stadium. I've never been to the Bellevue Stadium ever. Really? So I'm excited. I think I've never been to an away football game, so I think it's time. It's my senior year. I need to hop on that. The away football games, as much as it is fun to be in the jungle, be with all of our spirit, I do... I mean, the away football games are still fun. It's fun. I'm not sure if the cheerleaders are cheering at this game. I feel like they normally do at the away games. But no matter what, we'll have a good student section. We'll have some fans. And our football team is on a winning streak, which is so yes, exciting. First time no offense to while. football, but I feel like this doesn't normally happen. Like, this is something yeah. that's new. And it's been really fun to watch our football team dominate out there. I know they got some new coaches, they got some new players, and it's just been a really good season for them overall, and I'm excited to keep this winning streak going, going into Bellevue. It has been, and it's nice to finally have our school spirit match our football team. That is so true. true. That is so true. It is true. Still, 
I don't know how they're so funded, but here we are. Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it was all worth it. Um, so speaking of this, I, I know the Bellevue games, there can always be a little bit of havoc at them. So I'm really hoping that nothing goes wrong or else maybe this away game could be a bad idea. I'm Elise McDonald. Here, we are joined with a special guest today, Elena Lill. She's here to talk about the organization she's a part of, Pies Against Cancer. They're having an upcoming event in Seattle on September 23rd. Elena, would you like to tell us a little bit more on the organization? Sure. So, Pies Against Cancer was is a fundraiser that's a part of the Team Ewan Guild, which was founded in honor of my brother, Ewan, who died of leukemia five years ago. And Pies Against Cancer is raising money for the high-risk leukemia program at Seattle Children's. So it's for anybody who, you know, loves pie or just loves, like, fighting cancer. That's awesome. So a little bit more. Do you have any more details on the upcoming event? How is this going to work? Right. Well, the event is on September 23rd from 2 to 4 p.m. at the MI Funny Farm. And it's what we call the pie party. So there's going to be a pie contest a silent auction, a raffle, tie-dyeing, live jazz, and lots of more fun events. And can anyone participate? Anybody can participate. People can, teenagers, kids, any adults too. That is awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today, Elena. I am really looking forward to this. Thank you so much for having me. All right, back to Haley and Anna. It has been, it's been a whirlwind, this show. We've had guests left and right. We've had Three of them, I'd say. Yeah. There's been, it's been a fun Breakfast on the Bridge episode. I think we've been playing a lot more recent music, so I'd like to kind of bring it back to something old and classic. I know we can all love Fleetwood Mac. Here is Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac. What's up? I'm Ziva, and I'm one of the new voices you'll be hearing on 88.9 The Bridge. I'm excited to be part of the radio station. In addition to radio, I also enjoy cheer, and I'm on the high school cheer team. Stay tuned for more new voices and shows on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you so much, Ziva. Although we are not new voices, we are still good voices. And we love all the new voices that are coming, and we're so excited for you to be part of the station. So, I think Haley has a little I have a little tier ranking. list for you guys since, you know, I like to, like, hype myself up for fall. So, in order to hype ourselves up, we need to think about some fall activities that are the best. So, I have this tier list that's, like, 
has all the Fallout TVs you could think of, and it like just ranks them. So I think we should, we should just do it. We should begin. All right, what are we starting off with? What let's, are the? Let's start with like what comes first. Like the leaves changing, is like the most fall thing. So are we ranking this? I think the the scale is one to five. One being worst. Yeah. And the leaves changing, that's not really an activity in my opinion. That's just like a fact. I think that's it's true. fun, so I'd give it a three. I'd say jumping in leaves and like all that stuff, I give it a two. Oh wow. Oh well, there's not, not a two point five. Haley's Haley's so. gotta break the tie. No, I love when a leaves change. I think we it's all know so Haley pretty. loves the leaves. Yeah, I love the leaves. <laughs> love the colors. Leaves are my homies. Alright. Um next what are the some other activities? Um ooh, how about Watching football. Like, do you guys think that's very fall? I think... That's definitely very fall, I agree. but I I'm, give that a 3.5. I'm not a big football watcher, but I do love when the family friends gather around and we, we watch a good a good game of the football. Wholesome. Yeah, like watching it with, like, your family and, like, your friends. I feel like it's fun. It's very fall. It is You fun. get your, like, chips and dip and you sit and you watch yeah. the game. Everyone brings an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. Yes, very... Very, like, Thanksgiving vibes. I gotta give that a four, four. if not a five, but I'm not... It's a fun one. Okay. Do you know what? Do you know what we're all excited for? Fantasy football. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we have... Have we all been on that fantasy football grind? We have all been on the fantasy football grind. It's been fun, and I like it because I don't know anything about football, but you don't need to. Yeah, That is true. Choose based on vibes. Yeah. Okay, this next one, like, it's not a thing that you should be doing, but is... A very fun thing just like to think of in like the movies and stuff so teeping a house <laughs> i'm not saying you should do it but like just like the vibes of teeping a house um, i mean maybe go tp your own house yeah tp your own house like Haley, i'm gonna tp your that. house oh no watch you out Haley. you can tp your own house <laughs> Haley's not giving fall vibes if i go tp your house are mm, we i don't know is the scale based on how much we like it or how much it's fall vibes I feel like it's, like, both. I was doing how much I like it. it. Okay. Because it's all fall I'm giving it a one. I'm not going to go TP someone's house. Not sure I'm a fan of that. I was going to give it a five. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Haley, why? Because when are you ever going to TP someone's house? Like, it's a once in a lifetime. Exactly. (laughs) I'd have to disagree. I'm siding with Anna on this. I feel like we can compromise, compromise at a two. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm still going one. I'm not a fan of TPing houses. I think it's like a little bit aesthetic. (laughs) I feel like I can't now I really want to do that. Yeah. We should uh, we should TP the station for Halloween. That'd be kind of fun. TPing, maybe it's all the right. Like maybe like decorating with like toilet paper. (laughs) I mean, I'd rather have my house TP'd than have eggs thrown at it. That's true. Easy. But you know, I feel like throwing eggs at a house gives spring vibes, you know, because if TPs fall, eggs are spring. What's the winter? Totally. Snowballs. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but those don't stay. Um, well, get your anger out. Whatever, Elise. Does that mean summer is paintball? Yeah, summer's paintball. <laughs> Fall is TP, spring is eggs, and winter is snowballing a house. I see the vision. It makes sense in Good my idea. mind. Good idea. Okay, right. next activity. This one, this is a personal favorite. Haunted houses. Ooh, Ooh I Georgetown Morgue. Negative twenty five. What? You're not a haunted house fan. I will pee my pants. I can't. Have you ever been so to the scary. Georgetown Morgue? No, but I went to um the one that's not scary at all, and literally had to walk outside of the houses. It was um Nightmare on Beaver Lake. Super oh creep. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I realized I hated it. I don't know why anyone would put themselves through that. 
Um, I so, like not a fan. During the moment, it's very, it's like very scary, but also it's like a little adrenaline rush because you're just like, you just can like just get all your anger out because you're just like the Georgetown Morgue. I have personal beef with some of the actresses there. <laughs> I literally, I was went with a group like it was like my homecoming date freshman year. My friend and her homecoming date, and we all went together. And I ended up being caboose. And basically, this guy came up. He chased me, tapped me on the shoulder, and he had a chainsaw. Like mm. it was just terrifying. Oh, I those so are scary. so scary. It was honestly so scary. I I mean, we waited like two hours, and I don't know what I was expecting, but it was literally like thirty seconds. Like you literally just ran through, and then these actresses like chased you with chainsaws. I'm just I don't Do recommend you, it. It was like a it was so expensive too. Like it was like half of a Coldplay ticket. Do you think that well, like you know people that's a could lot, be yeah. like? I've been. I think this would be a, a good horror movie activity. I mean, horror movie idea, but it's like it's at a haunted house and they like fake kill people, but they actually really do it. And that is my biggest fear. That is that. Really oh my gosh! Why would you even dark? say that? It got empty. too realistic for me. Yeah. So, what do you think of pumpkin carving? I, I love, love it. I love it's that. So is a five. Though. That's think, maybe the only five in fall for me. Well, because it goes with pumpkin seed making, which oh, is we also all know a that's favorite. your favorite. It's yeah. delicious. It really is. I love pumpkin carving. It is. It is so fun. One, and just like okay. Make sorry, go ahead. Dry. The people who like go intense, like they bring out like the chainsaw and the chiseler, and they like make the crazy designs. Have any of you guys like ever been to like one of like the pumpkin carving competitions? Like you've seen the live things. It's insane. I would yeah. say that Could not be me. is my favorite fall activity. All right. right. I think it's been the end of our hosting journey. After this, we will have our new hosts. Jenna, Joey, and Maggie come in. The soccer soccer squad. squad. Let's be honest. The best fall activity is going to an MHS girls soccer game. We have one tonight in the jungle at 730. Come check us out. I think this is the end of the hour. Or should I say, The End Game by Taylor Swift here on 88.9 The Bridge. I want to be your end game. I want to be your first string. I want to be your A team. I wanna be your end game, end game. Big reputation, big reputation. Oh, you and me, we got big reputation. Good morning. Breakfast on the Bridge is back for our second hour. You're nine o'clock hosts. I'm Joey. I'm Maggie. It's eight o'clock, by the way, Joey. Oh my god. <laughs> eight o'clock. Thank you. And I'm Jenna. I just always feel like the first hour of the day is 8 o'clock, so the fact that people yeah. came in at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Like, I was late to our call time for 8. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Let's start. Um, This is really embarrassing. We all are wearing the same outfit today. How did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. How did everyone let that this happen? Is, so why did we twin? That's embarrassing. We're just all on the same wavelength. <laughs> exactly. And you should be on that wavelength, too. Girls soccer at home tonight at... 730. 730 against Liberty. It'll be it'll be a good game. That's for sure. It'll be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> We're prepared. We're preparing um, uh, mentally. Yeah. It'll definitely be uh MIHS girls soccer toughest battle of the year. Yeah. But we also have only had three games. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Our current record is two and one. But the but one for preseason, we played two four A teams. Yeah, yeah. More three A. So. This is our second league game. So in league, we're one and zero, undefeated. <laughs> Yay! Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anything else about our game that we want to talk about? Well, I'm just bummed that all other. It's like Bellevue week at the high school. 
Yeah. Like tennis is playing Bellevue. Football is playing Bellevue. If you guys don't know, Bellevue is our rivals. Um, I mean, quote unquote, like whatever rivals are in high school <laughs> sports. Um, that's what Bellevue is. It's like, kind of like a movie rivalry. It's 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 a bit much, but it's a it's a fun thing. It's fun. Here at the it's high part school. of the whole experience. Yeah. Um, and so there's a Friday football game at Bellevue that I'm sure most people are planning on going to. Uh, but it'll def- but it would have been fun if we were playing them as well. Yeah, that's happened in past years, and it's super fun. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. <What>? Technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm. We have a good team this year. We have a really, really good team. Um, that's not ever a question. The only thing is other Kinko teams are also really good. Yeah. Like, Kinko true. has the best league in the state. Yeah, and we're 3A. No, Metro. Too. Oh, that's true. You guys forgetting yeah. about Metro. I always forget about Metro. Metro's like, Metro's good, but it seems like the state championship but like No, Lakeside won. Okay. Well, <laughs> they're making it goes so good. I think they're making or maybe they already did um like a league for Catholic schools cuz there's so many of them and they're all just like since they're private schools, they're all good at sports cuz they can bring in people for a specific sport. So it'd be like Eastside Catholic, Blanchett, and like three other holy names. Holy names, yeah. Interesting. O'Day. Prep. O'Day is. Yeah. Oh, you mean for all sports? Yeah. Okay. Because like, holy names is all the sister school to O'Day. Yeah. So like whatever league it's like they're together. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's Tuesday. <laughs> That, it's a very Tuesday, Tuesday. It's a very yeah. It's a very Tuesday, Tuesday. It's hard waking up, but it's good. it's been getting so much darker in the mornings, and I just feel like I do not want to get out of bed. I yeah, feel so much yes. more comfortable. Yesterday, I had an, a cute outfit that I laid out the night before, cute pair of jeans, cute top. I looked outside; it was raining, <laughs> and so sweats and a hoodie it is. Yeah, that definitely like as we get into soccer season and it gets colder. It's so annoying to have to wear, like, shorts. Like, you're wearing sweats, but when we have to wear shorts, like, during games. Yeah, I'm yeah. just, like, trying... I'm picturing, like, you know, when the ball's really wet and cold, and, and it hits like, your thigh. Yeah. And it just burns. Someone well, from past experience, you can still get a bruise, even if it's not cold outside. Oh, my gosh. Outside. Jenna has a really Jenna, funny story. Jenna, do you want to tell your sob story? <laughs> um, well, at practice, the other day, I think it was last... Is Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. I was going to block a ball that my coach was shooting, and she told me after that she, like, was shooting it with, like, pace. And I put my leg up, and it hit my leg, and it, like, hurt so bad. But I started laughing because I thought it was so funny. And then I got, like, an indent of the ball. And then as the week has progressed, I now have a bruise in the shape of, like, a half circle on my leg. It smacked her leg. It, it you could hear noise. it. Like yeah. it was it was like there's still intense. an imprint today. Our yeah. coaches, it's been almost a week. We have really like lively coaches and they just love what they do and so they play with us and they get so into it and it's so fun. We have so there's Brad and Eddie. They're like two middle aged dudes. They're two dads of former players. Yeah, yeah. And they are just they're just like so big on the program and they love it. And then Erin is our coach. She's been in the program for a really long time. But it's, I don't know. It's I her life. It's her life. <laughs> she it, played soccer at Mercer Island High School, went on to play college yeah. for three years, and then came right back. 
Yeah, and she's like the last of, or she's one of five kids. They're just like a big Mercer Island family. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but Erin's like definitely my favorite soccer coach I've had, just because I feel like she gets it. Like, yeah, agreed. Like, I want to come to soccer like for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. And so I just like I'm really I've like loved the way the season's been going with like our vibe on the team. It's been so fun. And like you said, I love that our coaches kind of do everything with us. Yeah, but at the same time, it can be really annoying. Because Erin, she she hasn't so much during the season, but in preseason, she made us run <laughs> so much. And, like, not out of punishment. She hates running us for punishment. Yeah. But we'd do miles, we'd do sprints, just to get us in shape, which is, it's needed. Like, you need that in soccer. But we couldn't complain about it because she was doing everything with us. And Eddie, the, like... Eddie's like 60 in his 60s. <laughs> and Eddie is just like this, he's like 6'3", probably under 160 pounds, just like so lanky. And I remember last year we were doing like track running one day after, it was like an after school practice and we were all just so annoyed. Eddie was in the front of the pack running backwards with us. And I was like, I remember like looking at him just like, how, how do you exist? Like, do you, do you feel good making us feel bad? <laughs> I know. We all, and like, they, dying. they both love running. So they're over there having the time of their life, oh my gosh. and we're just dying. Jenna likes running too. Yeah, I see Jenna running. Yeah. all the time. I I don't get it. I don't. Get I don't it get it. I love running. Running for fun. That's I I so I've never you. wanted to do that. I've never had a desire to just get out and go run. Yeah, same. Or I I like have, but once I'm out there, I'm like, no, I do not want to be doing this. But Jenna, that's honestly so impressive that like Thanks. you can just run. I cannot do that. I have to be running from something or to something. That's why I play soccer. I'm more of a I'm more of a weight person. Like if I'm gonna go and work out voluntarily, not at an athletic event, I'm gonna go lift weights. Well, we have a new weight room coming in. Oh, that's so true. Our football team raised like two hundred thousand dollars. It's crazy. So we have we've had the same weight room forever. And like thirty years. Yeah. Not that it's like a bad weight room, like we were, like we were still using it. it was functional but just like compared to other schools in their new weight rooms it was like ancient and we just like our athletics are kind of we want them to like be picking up you know i guess mm-hmm. and so football my dad's a coach and so he was like part of the deciding like that they should go to like do this and my dad's always really big on lifting and so is Aaron our coach yeah so football raised the most money but they are recruiting other sports to raise money to build the new weight room and i've seen the design it's so cool they 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 raised it they got it oh seriously they hit their goal so the school the school is covering all of the not like i don't want to say required because they're happily doing it but the school is covering all of the safety measures so like they're replacing all the wrestling mats and all the mats and the room making sure everything is up to date but what the football team is doing we have lots of equipment in there like bars and machines um but it's it, and it, it's fine it's safe yeah, it's, it's just outdated yeah um and compared to other schools around us it's a very puny weight room oh my gosh have you seen bellevue's it's like it's crazy. the metal is all gold it's all blue and gold it looks like it looks like a workout, like yeah. studio. Well, speaking of weight rooms and safety and that kind of stuff, uh, I know both of you know that there that Nike came out with a new cleat right around the time of the Women's Soccer World Cup. Um, it's supposed to be it's it's targeted specifically for women to help uh, lessen the common like how common ACL tears are. 
Like, you Jen, know, you just got new cleats. Do you have this, Jenna? No, but they do. Do you think like, it's a hoax or do you think it's real? Well, they're field ground cleats instead or well, normal cleats are field ground cleats. And I'm pretty sure these ones are multi ground or something. The The pegs of the soccer cleats are different. I think they're more. It's circ- a circle. Yeah. They've ha- actually have had that type. Not the same ones that they came out with, but they've had similar ones in the past, and I've gotten those. And they actually do lessen the impact on your, like, big toe under there. Because normally that one is the other shaped one on this one. It's the circular one, and when it's the circular one, it's not as much of an impact on your foot. So I think it does. I I don't think it is a hoax. I think also just... The cleats depend completely on the shape of your foot. That's so mm-hmm. true. And so they work for me because one of my my big toe like sits lower than the other one. So like obviously I need ones that like aren't gonna hurt that. So they work for me, but I'm not sure how they're gonna work for everyone because I think that it completely depends on the type of your foot and how your foot works, and that depends on how you're gonna if you're gonna tear your ACL or yeah. do something like that. But then I also was reading up about it. And apparently with the, like, science behind it, in addition to that, is the cleat shape on the bottom of your cleat. It's the cleats themselves are circular, I think, and they're in a circular shape. So when you, like... Like a pattern? Of yeah. The... So when mm. the, one of the biggest, like, actions that will cause an ACL tear is when you step on the ground... Your cleat is on the ground, and you try and like pivot your foot mm-hmm. and twist it, and you get like caught and you turf. get caught in the turf. So yeah. this is supposed to solve that issue and like let your cleat turn with your knee. Oh, um, is like the the thinking behind the circle. And I'm hearing, um, I really hope it works because it'd be really great. And I honestly need new cleats. So <laughs> I mean, maybe it's an excuse to go see. I personally never torn an ACL. With normal cleats anyways, but, um, yeah, I mean, I hope, again, that it's true, but I also do think it was really good marketing. Oh, totally. When they dropped it right around the Women's World uh-huh. Cup. Like, Nike, they made all these videos, all these promoting, uh, all these promo- promotions for the U.S. who then kind of... Oh, um, the cleats have two peg. Their pegs are in a circle in the front, on the toe, and in the heel, the oh. ones I'm talking about are ones where the actual singular pigs are circles, not the. Oh, they are still oh, the, oh. they're still the odd shaped, like the, the more the spiked rectangular ones. Yeah. But they're in a circular shape, like Joey was saying, at the like toe part, and then again at the heel. Got it. So I get so that would help with the rotation. Yeah, that's good to know that they're like trying to solve that problem because. I don't know about you guys, but like that's all, that's my biggest fear as like a soccer player is tearing yeah, an ACL or just something that like puts you out for nine months, and especially when like girls from the age of like thirteen to eighteen are so susceptible to ACL tears yeah. because just like we're growing so much in our ligaments, are in our bones too, are like softening and just like shape being like reshaped and. I just like my like a lot of coaches. If like if you have a good coach, when you're 14, they'll do so much preventative stuff, mm-hmm. especially ACL starting tears. at warm ups. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all just like it. It's the way women's bodies are built, mm-hmm. and it's like it. Not to say that uh, like I'm a soccer player. I'm a I'm an athlete all the way, but um, it's just like knees and hips and mm-hmm. ankles. It's all alignment, and it's always just so messed up because that's not how. The way that um, one of my uh, trainers was talking to me was um, 
this was actually the JV coach, Josh. We love Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a private trainer. Um, and he was saying that a woman's uh, just like body is built more with like wider hips. So mm-hmm. their legs kind of go inward at the bottom. And so the alignment isn't straight. Um, and so that's what causes the hip pain and then the knee pain and then all the i'm sure it's a lot more complicated than that and i mean that's a good way to put it like yeah simply. and then when men, when men's bodies go uh hypothetically from their shoulders to their ankles straight down yeah so, and so everything's just like aligned yeah sturdy and yeah. also like when you're lankier and taller you have less you have a high, taller center or a bigger center of gravity but also you just have less control over like what your body does yeah it's hard to explain but i like i see it most when i look at like pictures from our games jenna and i are like taller yeah and so we're just like limbs flailing everywhere and then when you look at your pictures you're just more like compact i'm just there and you're, yeah. no, 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 you're just like um you're in your own little bubble whereas jenna and i are just like doing jumping jacks yeah but it's also position wise yeah true yeah um yeah i don't know i mean it's just it. That was definitely more something I saw when we were 10, 11, 12. Um, it seems like in high school, everyone's kind of grown into their body Yeah. for the most part. There are still a, there are still a couple oddities, um, yeah. but also like the really tall people are normally really, really fast. And yeah, just like Jenna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about the Bellaby football game because mm. I think... That's just, like, the the biggest thing happening at our school this week is the rivalry football game. Yeah. Are you and going? I am going. Jen, are you going? Of course. I'm so excited. I'm nervous. We have, so, last Thursday, we had our game against Redmond, and... Um, we won! Yeah. Woo! We, we did win. <laughs> we have two oh, um, linebackers on not eligible. Two of our starting linebackers not eligible. So... That is going to be an interesting... Wait, why? Um, injuries and just things that happened at the game. Oh. One... Uh-oh. Yeah, one of them <laughs> got suspended for 20% of the season, so we have a two-game suspension for him, but that's going to be that's gonna be interesting. Um, it's going to be a fight, but I oh know... Oh my god, if that's who I'm thinking of, or it's one of the best players on the team. We'll see. Yeah, um... But, like, we see the football team every day practicing, and they're working really hard. And yeah. I think they're preparing. They definitely... Mercer Island Athletics, if you're listening from... Uh, if you're from a bigger city or an open district, it Mercer Island is so unique in the sense where we've won high school. But we are a closed school district, so it's not like anyone can just come to our high school. The only way you can come to MIHS is if you live on the island or if you have a parent who works at one of the schools uh, in the district. You can't, like, apply in or anything. And so our selection for all athletics is um, people who live live on the island. (laughs) And uh, historically, Mercer Island is good at all of the, quote-unquote, country club sports. Yeah, that's like I've never thought about that. Yeah, that's like golf, tennis, golf, tennis. I guess sort of lacrosse, cross country, swimming. That's so true. Oh we my gosh. those are our like we win state regularly in those sports. Yeah, that's so true. What else is there? Um, I don't even know. Yes, swive. Oh my god, our girls swive team 
is incredible. Oh my gosh. It's well, like the Piper Angie just But there's but there's multiple there's of multiple them. Multiple of them, but there's I just, multiple of them. There are so many state like people who place a state who were freshmen last year. That's crazy. I like, personally yes, could never do that. Like yes, Piper <laughs> is beyond incredible. Like we yeah. don't we don't even need a we don't even need to talk about that. But um uh, but she's she's so good. Yeah, they they all are so good. Yeah, um, they I, have they put they have their meets on Monday. Tu- Thursday? I think it's Tuesday Thursday. I think they might have one after school today. Oh, that would be cool. Um, I personally could never do swive. I swim to stay alive. I don't swim to go fast. <laughs> I me and Jenna used to do swim together. That was. A long six years. <laughs> um, but now I know how to swim a 50. I used to swim hundreds easy. I was 10 years old, 100 butterfly. Um, and now I barely make it a lap. And it's really, really sad. Yeah. But we are going to go on a short break and play you Bill Withers' Lovely Day. I'm your host, Joey, and we are joined by Nick Matone to be giving us a news report. Yeah, you're listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, and I'm Nick Matone here with your news headlines. And the Seattle Police Department are investigating the stabbing of a teacher yesterday at Federal Way Private School. Former student Tyler Lawler attacked the victim at the Holy Innocent School of the Northwest. The teacher was transported to the hospital with only minor injuries and has since been released. A week ago, an Alabama band leader was tased and arrested for failing to stop performing after a high school football game. Johnny Mims allegedly was told to stop performing by the Birmingham Police Department, yet reportedly told his band to keep performing. After the final song, Mims was tased and arrested. A strike by U.S. auto workers enters its fifth day today, and workers in Canada may strike as well. The action has caused three manufacturing plants to shut down in Missouri, Ohio, and Michigan. Workers say they are resolute in their demands, which include a 30% increase in wages over a four-year time period. This is KMIH 89 The Bridge. Now back to you, Joey. Thank you, Nick. We are going to play a Mod Pizza promo. Go support your KMIH 889 The Bridge. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. Did you know Katie Heron only knew it was October 3rd because KMIH was hosting a pizza fundraiser that day? It's true, and we're hosting another one. This October 3rd, KMIH 88.9 is hosting a pizza fundraiser at Mod Pizza in their factorial location. So make sure to stop by any time on October 3rd and mention our station for your purchase to be donated. We hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to 88.9 The Bridge. I don't know about you guys, but it sounds like I'm going to get Mod Pizza soon. (laughs) Me too. I love Mod Pizza. I will get it any day. Whether it's a fundraiser or not. But fundraiser just makes it even better. Get to support my station and get Mod Pizza. Yes. So the next topic that we are going to discuss is the pa- the dissolve, disillusion of the Pac-12. 
Oh. Yes. Have you guys been to any Husky games this year? I've not. I've actually never ever like been to a professional or college football game. Really? Really? Isn't that kind of crazy? My parents um, have been getting tickets like their whole marriage, and so it's kind of like a tradition. And we like so you know how parking's super like a pain. Yeah. Yeah. At the stadium, so we get a boat pass, and it's because so um, Husky Stadium is one of two stadiums in the whole country that you can get to by water. Fun that's fact. Really cool. So cool. Um, and so we've always just boated to the games, and that's like more fun than the actual games sometimes, just because it's called the Sailgate, where um, it's just like a bunch of like big boats. We get we have like a surf boat, but you go over to the, um, you go over to the big boats, and they have like barbecues on them and music, and it's so much fun. That's so cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's one of two in the whole country, which is awesome. Um, and I didn't know that until recently. My mom told me, and because like I always asked her, I was like, why don't we just drive? And she was like, oh, because, like, why would we? This is, like, the most special thing you can do in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Pac-12, UW is leaving. Uh, who else is leaving? Everyone everyone is leaving. USC, UCLA. Um, so they started. There's only four teams staying. Yeah. So the first teams that to leave were the. UCLA. Um, UCLA and USC. And then Berkeley, isn't it, right? I have no idea. They didn't leave. Oh, they didn't? Okay. So I don't think. My family friend is actually the Pac or used to be the Pac twelve commissioner, which I like I never really Rip. I know, right? His name's George. Um and he always like or my parents always talked about how like his about his job and I never really like put together that he was like a really important dude. Yeah. Um so he kind of like runs the Pac twelve, but he has had a bad couple of years. Poor George. Um, That's so, it's so sad. Like, the Pac-12 is just iconic. Yeah. Like, I don't really care. I mean, I'm not, I'm probably not going to go to one of the schools, but it's just so sad. Yeah, it's end of an era, definitely. Stanford and Cal are going to the ACC with SMU SMU next year. Oh, interesting. Okay, is there a different, is the Big Ten and Big 12, are those two different leagues? What? No. That's so conf- No, I think they are. They are. The Big Ten and the Big 12 are two different leagues. They both have more. Like, people are going to them. But They also both have more than 10 and 12 teams. <laughs> yeah, which I don't understand. Like, they're it's so confusing. Um. So, I I know, like, as, like, a state or just, like, UW fans. Are you guys UW fans? Are you Cougs or Huskies? Huskies. Huskies. Good. So, as UW fans, they're just, like, really upset and kind of flustered when this news came out. Um, and also means that, uh, the Huskies have to travel a lot farther for games. Yeah. Which is really hard on the athletes because every time you change time zones, like that's an extra day that you need to like rest and you can't really like be gone. You're, you're still a student athlete. Like you can't be, you're just not, you're not just playing your sport. That's why it works for like NFL because they have, that's their, that's their job. But you also have to be an student before you're an athlete and you can't really do that when you're traveling like say from here to wisconsin wisconsin you make such a good point because those grown men do it for a living yeah it's the it's they're getting paid millions upon millions of dollars well these student athletes are doing the exact same thing putting in the same amount of work lots of them are lots of them aren't but lots of them are going to make it to the nfl yeah and do this but they're also a student and it's more money for the school to pay. For oh yeah, it's so travel. expensive. Yeah, because you think about like going to Oregon or Eastern Washington or just like bordering states. That's a a charter bus, but there's 
like flights and for I don't know how many people roughly are they a lot a, a lot of people. <laughs> well for a football team it's like 72 yeah even like any college sports team but what's gonna happen to rivalries also like are we gonna play WSU I anymore bet, yes I think there's still gonna be rivalry games because they're just gonna be non-conference games. Well, yeah, like they have preseason games based for football and yeah. for sports. So why not just move that to be halfway through the season or do keep the Apple Cup on the same day? Yeah, and like um, UW and University of Oregon are moving together to the Big Ten mm-hmm. starting in the fall 2024, and so like that's a big rivalry. So that'll still happen, just like a different. I don't know, different context, just not I know, in the think of, Yeah, think about how many teams, like, they're only playing one team that's close to them. Yeah, that's crazy. It's mostly Midwest teams. And then, you already said this, USC and um, UCLA are also going, and then four schools left in the Pac-4. Pack no, because then Cal and... People, other people will join Cal in. And, Cal and, what team, Stanford are going to the ACC. So does oh. that leave two teams? Does that leave Oregon so State So it's just not and, a thing. Well, no, other teams are going to join. Just like not as quote uh, unquote. It's just not going to be a Power teams. Five. School. Yeah. Okay, wait. I'm reading an article right now about my family friend George Klievkoff. So, do you guys know why? Like, it dissolved. Uh, money. Yeah. So um, it was TV rights. TV rights, exactly. So George Klievkoff, um, the Pac-12 commissioner, he um, estimated a base of 23 million a year per school to more to be earned. Which that's crazy. That's crazy. So, like, we were talking about money to travel. That's nothing. They'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, it's because these Power 5 schools, some of the other ones, were getting more TV rights, and then you're like, okay, well, I want those same TV rights, and so that's when it becomes... I want to move to this league because yeah. they're getting more money for TV. Because it's all networks. about publicity. Yeah. Um, also, ever, ever since the um, thing where college athletes could accept sponsorship money. Yeah. That's Which a is big so draw. good. Which, yeah, that's awesome. But, like, if you're a highly sought-after college athlete, you want to not go to, like, a school that you want to go to. You want to a school that you make money with. Like, mm-hmm. that gets the most publicity, you know, because you can get more money with your sponsorships. Yeah. But there's also the... Like, UW is doing pretty good, I think. I'm not really following No, them. yeah, they're doing great. But they're, they're not to say that the teams they're playing aren't good, but if they go over to the play teams that are on South and Midwest, they're, like, those are tougher teams, um, without a question. It would be different if they were moving to, like, the SEC, where the per- where the teams in the SEC are usually... In the national championship okay. games. Yeah. So, like, definitely, um, like, southern schools are def- are more big on football. They just, like, they take it more Like, Georgia seriously. and Alabama. And Florida. Oh. I just the whole SEC conference. Yeah. I just watched this, like, Netflix documentary called Swamp Kings about um, the University of Florida team. It was, like, in the 2000s with, like, Tim Tebow. And it was such... It was really cool to see that because it's exactly... It's just so about football it's more important than the nfl down there college football is um well so is high school football yeah true and like texas but so what you're saying about the harder teams in the big 10 my parents were just in pullman watching the wazoo wisconsin game because so both my sisters went to wisconsin so we're a big wisconsin family and we're huskies so we want to see wazoo lose <laughs> um and so they drove over to pullman for the night and watched the wazoo wisconsin game and like tailgated and Wisconsin lost. Wisconsin kind of, like, I don't know. It wasn't. It was a pretty like even projected game. 
but Wisconsin definitely disappointed. And I wouldn't say Wisconsin's the best team in the Big Ten, but if that's any like representation of what Pac-12 and Big Ten teams would be like together next year, I think we don't have a big challenge ahead of us. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. It's just, I don't know, these these... These athletes are still kids. Yeah. And they're, I mean. Most of them aren't even 21 yet. Yeah. A lot of it's, like, me and Jenna, we're seniors. Maggie's a junior. But um, we're, we're, we could hypothetically be the same age as these kids next year. Well, we are going to be the same age. <laughs> but um, a lot of these kids are fresh out of high school, 18, yeah. 19 years old. And they're just traveling mm-hmm. every other week week every week and well on the other hand of that there's um because you know we're still within four years of covid and athletes got an extra year of eligibility and then that was also like integrating the transfer portal into college mm-hmm. sports so there could there could be 19 year old college athletes and there could be 25 year old college yeah. athletes the transfer portal i think is so awful really yeah tell me about why you think that i think that it's a good idea and I think it puts the power back into the athlete's hands, yeah, which is which is good. which is amazing. But I know you guys probably don't follow, but um, I'm a I'm a softball player, and Oklahoma University of Oklahoma is a softball powerhouse. They've won the World Series like three years in a row, which is absolutely unheard of. And so now with the transfer portal, everyone all all the top like uh, Oklahoma's. Rival school, I don't remember where it was. It might, it might have been Tennessee or something. Um, their top pitcher, who like their top player, transfers to Oklahoma for her senior year. All like UCLA's top people transfer to Oklahoma. Yeah. So there's just no competition at all. It's it's Oklahoma or nothing. It's there's, like creating monopolies. Ex- yeah. And there's no, the, and all the top people now want to go to Oklahoma, so they're getting the top recruits. Like this is something that happens in high school club ball like recruiting and that kind of stuff yeah obviously i get it it's college ball and now with sponsorships and and money and everything you want to go to the top school Mm -hmm. because i know the best scholarships and win the most yeah world series um but i just i think it ruined the game i think it ruined the integrity of the game but i do think that athletes deserve to have the power Mm-hmm. It like over themselves, yeah. So I think that's great, but I just think it 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 ruined. I like I said, I think it ruined the integrity of the game. Yeah. So I have um one of I like a, a boy I grew up with. He's or I guess he was older than me. He's like six years older than me. He plays um for football. He plays football for UW. His name is Drew Fowler. He uh graduated in 2019 or maybe 2018. Whenever my sister graduated, I forgot. Um, and he redshirted his freshman year, so he gets one year of eligibility. COVID happens, gets another year, so he is a sixth-year senior playing at UW. He, he's been getting time lately, mostly just, like, special teams plays, but it's awesome for him because, like, I know his family, and they're so happy to see him playing, but that's crazy, crazy that a 19-year-old could be playing a 25 a grown man and like grown man so when he's like paying taxes yeah. playing a 19 year old just out of high school and if he's not going to the I'm, I, I get it everyone loves it and want to stick wants to stick with it as long as possible but is he going to be going to the nfl oh no so i just yeah that's where i just don't get it yeah he just like i mean i think that happens with a lot of athletes when 
if you decide not to play in college, just like like you guys, you're in your last year of high school. That's so sad. Are you either of you going to play sports in college? Nope. So, like, probably a year from now, you'll be seeing, like, me in my senior year season being like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't know that was like, that was my last soccer game. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, I already had that with club softball. Yeah. It was It's just, like, tough. There, I think a lot of college athletes are trying to hold on to that as long as they can. And yeah, for sure. Psychologically, it's just, like, you're kind of escaping the real world just by, you know, like, keeping up with this sport. Especially yeah. when it's been your whole life, like... I think Jenna and I both grew up playing club soccer, like, going to, driving 30 minutes three days a week to go play with a team of, like, random girls from different places over Washington, and when you've committed so much time to that, it's so, it's so hard to say goodbye, because it's like, okay. It's hard to move on from anything you've been on. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you also, for college sports, you have to stay in school. Like, he's not only playing his... He not only did his undergrad, now he's going yeah. to grad school. It's grad, grad school. school students playing against undergrad students, which is just, it, conceptually, that just doesn't make sense. That's yeah. crazy. That's like us playing seventh graders. Yeah. Or like you guys <laughs> playing seventh graders yeah. in soccer. Yeah. It'd be like our seniors coming back and playing two more seasons. Yeah, that's crazy. We are going to take a short break, and when we're back, we're going to have Woody Brown with your daily sports report. Sophia, the summer has been great. Yeah, Kate, you're so right, but we're back to school, right? I almost feel like we're we're wrapping wrapping up up the summer. summer. Lay me down a beat. The breeze is getting cold. We're saying hi to Mr. Wold. Now we're back at school. And the homework isn't cool, but we're entering the studio to make some new radio. Tune in to KMIH. You'll hear your old favorite shows. Our content is top tier. New voices are talking. Yeah, that's our new staff. It's better than ever. And you'll have a good laugh. The bridge is back and it's pretty great. So So you should listen in to hear what we create. New content created every day right here at 88.9 The Bridge. Stay tuned all year. That was a great rap by our junior staff members, Kate and Sophia. We, I'm Joey, one of your hosts on Breakfast on the Bridge, and this is Woody Brown, going to give you a little sports report for the day. Uh, hi, I'm Woody with your sports headlines. The Mercer Island girls volleyball team is now 1-2 and two in league play after a long battle against Lake Washington High School this past Monday night. The tensions were high in the Islander gym during the two-hour game, where the Islanders lost one set to three. But the Islanders are back on the road with two more back-to-back away games this week. First against the Juanita Ravens on Wednesday, September 21st at 7pm, an out-of-league game versus Seattle Prep on Thursday, September 22nd at Seattle Prep at 7. Mercer Island Girls Soccer is looking for another win under their belt tonight. Girls Soccer is 1-0 in league play after a win against the Hazen Highlanders last week. The Islanders play Liberty High School at home in the jungle tonight. We are predicting some hot competition down on the field this evening, so don't miss out on watching girls' soccer at home at 7.30. For the first time this season, we had a primetime Monday night football doubleheader. The 1-0 Saints played against the 0-1 Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young struggled in his first primetime game as he was under constant pressure from the Saints' defensive line. The game ended Saints 20, Panthers 17, moving the Saints to 2-0 as Carolina fell to 0-2. The 1-0 Cleveland Browns faced the 0-1 Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers safety Minka Fitzpatrick seemed to pick up a serious injury. However, Fitzpatrick was released from the hospital this morning. Steelers took the game 26-22 as they moved up to 1-1 and Cleveland fell to 1-1. Everyone is looking forward to week 3 of this NFL season. 
That's all for Sports Day. You're listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Back to Jenna, Maggie, and Joey. Thank you, Woody. That was great. We will be right back. Welcome Welcome back, back, Islanders. As a new school year begins, take a moment to think about what you want in your space. During the school year, there can be a lot of demands on your space. Grades, homework, sports, extracurriculars, and relationships. Island Space is a movement that promotes balance and healthy lifestyles for teens in Mercer Island. As you're building your schedule of activities for the year, get out there and explore new things, but also consider what truly matters to you and how you can achieve a sense of balance during the school year. Remember to build time in your schedule to take care of you, which means prioritizing sleep, self-care, and downtime with friends and family. The Island Space Program is brought to you by the MI Safe Club and the Mercer Island Healthy Youth Initiative. Learn more by visiting islandspace.mercerislandhealthyyouth.com. Again, that's islandspace.mercerislandhealthyyouth.com. Breakfast on the Bridge is back. Uh, Just to reintroduce myself, I'm Joey, and I'm here with Maggie and Jenna. And I think what we're going to talk about now is popular trends and whether or not we think they're overhyped or deserve the the popularity that they're getting yes i'm having a wi-fi issue so first one this could be controversial pumpkin spice anything oh my god i love really interesting i love everything pumpkin i'm like i'm impartial i don't like i'm not passionate i kind of agree yeah pumpkin loaf love uh, pumpkin seeds, love. Oh, I do not like pumpkin seeds. Oh, I love oh. pumpkin seeds. Um, I just, I'm not a huge coffee person in general. Me either. I am. Um, like, I'll do a chai. If I got a chai during these seasons, I'll get um, pumpkin spice, like cold foam. Um, but it, I don't have to, like, I'd rather get my strawberry refresher. See, I would rather just get, like, pumpkin syrup. I don't, like... I'm not a big fan of, like, how um, sweet pumpkin spice lattes are. Yeah. Like, I would rather just, like, I like a little bit of pumpkin, but I don't. I like pumpkin pancakes. Okay, what do you guys think about the trend of digital cameras coming back? Oh, I love. I think it's really cute. I love it, too. The pictures they take are so cute. Yeah, I agree. I think it's super cute. And also just, like, detaching your phone from experiences. Because yeah, I feel really like important. so so many times people are, like, on their phones because they're like, oh, I'm taking a picture. But, like, yeah. we can get rid of that, like, not, like, completely. But you can kind of steer away from that by, like, being, oh, like, oh, I can take a picture on my digi. Yeah. Okay. I think this has been, a in, like, an insane trend. Um, maybe just it's my parents, but pickleball. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I love pickleball. It's been, like, a silent fad that's been happening So I lately. did play on Sunday with my family. Okay. <laughs> Where did you play? We played at the Shore Club. Fun. My mom is part of a pickleball group. Okay. They play, I don't know what they is. They used to play on Fridays, and they had, like, a little group that they would always play. We played on the 4th of July. I, like, I, I love pickleball. I don't play it very often. I technically have a pickleball court in my backyard. It's not a very functional one because it's um turf. So it's it's not, like, long so soccer bounce. turf. It does bounce. But it's like um like sport court esque turf. Interesting. Um and so it's like not like I mean, we're in Seattle, obviously, so it rains all the time. And 
like if it's wet or was wet, it doesn't really bounce. And the pickleball balls don't really work. So we kind of use more racket balls or tennis balls. Tennis Plus, balls would work. Yeah. Plus my dogs eat all the balls that we play with. So <laughs> um, we can't really use real pickleballs. Otherwise, they'll tear them to shreds and swallow them. Okay. What do we think about the trend of air fryers? Eh. I was, I would say my mom was so against it when we got one, but now it's just so convenient because it's so convenient. It's just like, it's a convenience factor. I mean, I probably wouldn't buy one, but we were given it, we were Uh. gifted it. And so it's very, it's like handy, like we'll make fries or something. And it just, it takes so much less time than like the oven because you have to preheat the oven and then you have to cook it. Like if you're in a time crunch, I would say it's very effective. Um, what's your favorite air fryer thing, Jenna? I don't know. Probably just fries. Have you know what I love? Or chicken nuggets. Do you know what I love making in the air fryer? Uh, jalapeno poppers. Ooh. Have you ever oh. put an Uncrustable in the air fryer? I don't like peanut I butter. I can't eat Uncrustable. Oh my God. You guys are so late. <laughs> okay. Never mind. I'm gluten free, remember? <sighs> I'm just not a peanut butter person. Jenna's our celiac survivor. <laughs> she almost died in Italy. Like, not oh, actually. I did. Poor but. girl. Hey! <laughs> Don't okay. be mean to me. Um, What other trends do we do we see going around? Just Uggs. like... Uggs. Oh, I, I'm wearing them right now. I love Uggs. <laughs> I love Uggs, too. I was an OG Ugg person. I literally had to buy... You know that spray that you had to spray when you oh, were little? Because I would run through puddles? Yes. I was not... I named Ugg. my Uggs. I was not an Ugg kid when I was little. I had, like, five pairs. And I didn't really like them when they first came back in 2021, 2022. The slippers are yeah. the best, though. I, I got the slippers, the OG slippers that came back with, like, the little fluffy top. And now I'm wearing the Tasmans. Um, my my Tasmans are light beige with blue and white stitching. And Thank if you. it's not raining, you bet they will be on my feet. Um, I was an OG Uggs with the buttons and the bows on the back. Me too. With maybe some sparkles. You know the knit ones that were like the yes. gray knit ones? I had those. I think those are still in my closet just for nostalgia. I think they're the same. I had the purple ones and oh, I had wow. the gray ones. You cannot get rid of those. That's... Oh, and then I got blue. I got blue Uggs with the, the, the low ones that had the button. You know yes. the button that yes. went? Yep. I had those. That's I had like every pair. I have those and I still have one of my old like Juicy Couture tracksuits from when I was maybe 10 that my grandma bought me. Oh my God. I have a knockoff Juicy set. It's maroon. Yes. Should I, I you wear should it. still wear it. Oh Pull my God. It's, cool. it's just so hot. Like it, it, I wear it Well, good it thing it's 10. becoming fall soon. Yes. That is true. But like if I'm inside and I'm wearing it, 20 seconds, I'm just sweating. Okay. Um, this website says Beyonce is predicted to be a trend in the coming months. Um, I don't know. I don't like her. I don't dislike her. I think her music is really good. I don't know enough about her as a per of a as a person to have a opinion. Interesting. Yeah, me either. I'm like, I don't dislike Beyonce. Like, I'll listen to her music. What about you, Jen? I don't really like. I'm kind of neutral. Yeah, same. Maybe I don't really have an opinion. Maybe in a few months, this website will prove us right, and we'll all be big Beyonce stands. We're yeah. gonna make. We're gonna make a Beyonce fan page. Oh, totally. Okay. Um, speaking of Beyonce, here is "Crazy in Love" by Beyonce herself.
That song makes me feel crazy in love. Yeah, totally. That's, we should add that to our warm-up playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to Breakfast on the Bridge. I'm Joey. I'm Maggie. And I'm Jenna. And we will see you next time. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your Breakfast on the Bridge. And thank you for listening.